It's about the best pursuit of you. So yes, there are days where I lost. Yes, unfortunately, I'm probably going to lose again. I hate to think that way, but it may happen. So I know that I'm constantly pursuing my best self. And that's what, what it means like to go past this 10. It's like going all the way to 11. Welcome to Office Hours by Business Class from American Express. Each episode features innovative entrepreneurs and experts discussing how to navigate today's business challenges. That was Venus Williams, tennis champion, founder and CEO of 11 by Venus Williams, V-Star and Happy Viking, and Amex ambassador. In this episode, she shares how she transferred her skills from the court to her ventures and what her next game plan is. Recorded during our live Office Hours Q&A, our conversation is guided by Colleen Taylor, President, U.S. Merchant Services at American Express. Please note, views expressed here belong to the guests interviewed and do not necessarily reflect those of American Express. Hello and welcome to our Office Hours. My name is Colleen Taylor. I'm President of the U.S. Merchant Services business at American Express. On today's episode, we are speaking with an icon who truly, truly needs no introduction. Tennis champion, founder and CEO of Eleven by Venus William, a V-Star of Happy Viking, and an American Express ambassador. Venus has taken the same drive and dedication you have seen from her on the court to create and propel her multiple businesses across fashion, interior design, and health and wellness. So I'll remind the audience that throughout our conversation, we will be answering the many questions that followers have submitted over the last week. But our live audience can also submit questions now via the comments box below. So I'll start out with uh, where it all began. Most people know your incredible accomplishments on the tennis court, but may not know that you're the owner of three businesses, V-Star, 11 by Venus Williams, and Happy Viking. And you're also a part owner of the Miami Dolphins. Um, you mentioned your, your dad and uh, your parents as an early influence in getting you into uh, business. What impressions did they leave uh, on you in terms of entrepreneurship? Oh, yeah, like I said, it was everything for my dad. So he had his own business. He always encouraged us to be your own, your own boss, always work for yourself, all those different things. So it was like this constant message every day, all the time, do this, do this, do this, until you become like this brainwashed robot. Have your business, work for yourself. Mode activated. Excellent, excellent. So um, when you were ready to eventually go into business, you were doing that while you were becoming a rising star in the court, uh, on the court. So what were you looking to do off of the court um, in terms of uh, the business? Uh, what am, what am I looking your, to do? What were you looking to do? Explore your creative side. Tell us how you got into those businesses, um, those first initial businesses. Yeah, you know, I got this uh, letter in the mail and said, come to fashion school. And my mom says, that's too far. And I was 18. I didn't realize at the time I could make my own decisions. So anyway, I found a school that was driving distance and off I went to fashion school. And that was really the start of it. And uh, I hadn't really given too much thought or really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I guess I didn't have to because I was 18. I'd already been a professional player for 
you know, a little bit already. So that was like, that was the thing. So it was, I'm really happy to have gotten that letter in the mail and it kind of made me realize, wow, I always did like this. I just hadn't paid attention to it. Okay, so tell us a little bit more about V-Star. Was that your first business? V-Star was my first business and we do interior design and at the moment we focus on commercial design. So that would be in hospitality. So it would be anything from a hotel to condominiums to the apartment building you're living in to sports centers, all of that stuff. So that is what we do. I have the best team in the world and we just did reviews. Everyone was so happy that they cried. Um, and that's oh, what wow. I know. I know. I was so happy. And you, you, it takes a lot of work to get there. And it's definitely a lot of focus on our culture. And this last year, we've really focused on that. And I'm so proud of, of my team. So that's a nice day when you walk into reviews and you know it's not heavy lifting. lifting. It's just a formality and just really setting new goals. And so, gosh, I got to go in and this is going to break, you know, it's going to break my heart. So it's it's a lot of work that goes into it, but proud moments this week. Oh, well, sounds like you had a good year for uh, that type of review environment. So talk a little bit about then the next business, Eleven. Tell us more. Tell us a little bit about Eleven. So we do all things athletic, all things active, and being well. That's what it's about. So it's about the per best pursuit of you. So, yes, there are days where I lost. Yes, unfortunately, I'm probably going to lose again. I hate to think that way, but it may happen. So I know that I'm constantly pursuing my best self, and that's what, what it means like to go past this 10. It's like going all the way to 11. Oh, I get you, it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you just can't quit, even on the days when you're defeated. It's just that moment. It's the best pursuit of self always, pursuing that 11. So when you look in the mirror and you said, yeah, I gave it all. Some days it worked, some days it didn't, but I've got no regrets. You didn't even have to think about looking back because all you got to do is look forward. So, so I, I love past that. 10 to 11, I love it. That's yes. so awesome. What aspects of business leadership do you enjoy the most? And then what don't you like about business leadership? Is there anything? What part of leadership do I enjoy the most? I explored a leadership quite a while. And as an athlete, as a tennis player, I'm very technical. So tennis is super technical. It's like three sports in one. So you have to like be super technical. When that pressure comes and it's Wimbledon, you better not crack. So lo and behold, I'm waiting for like this manual of like, this is exactly how you do it. And that doesn't exist. So I finally figured out everyone has their own leadership style. I'm so like, I'm so square at times where I should be very much looser, even though I'm a loose person. And I figured out what mine was. And you just have to lead with, with who you are and sh try to shore up the areas where maybe you're, you aren't as strong. So I spent a lot of time learning about management process, being process driven, uh, knowing who I am as a leader. And what's the least part I like? I'm very short-winded, so I like others to be short-winded, too. Like, I get to the point. And oh, Chris. I talk quick. So if you start okay. talking too slow, then I'm like, okay, I don't really mean to cut you up, but just get there fast. So uh, all, those, all those conference calls and meetings, that I'm like, well, this, this meeting should be 10 minutes. Why are we going for an hour? <laughs> I understand. Let's move on. So I think yes. patience, patience. we have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I totally get it. 
So um, tell, tell us a little bit about the skills that you find you already had um, because you have them on the court that you're then bringing over into the business environment. You talked a little bit about being technical, but what other skills did you bring over into your business environment? God knows everything. Because sport is life. Life is sport. It reflects life so darn much. All the things you learn. And as a young athlete, you're learning all this stuff without even knowing it. So you're getting the world's best teacher just from going out there and running around. Well, it's more than that, but <laughs> you see what I'm saying. So uh, learning how to win, learning how to losses. And in our reviews this week at V-Star, too, we just we talked about that a lot because everyone's so passionate. And they want to do so well. And it's like, OK, so sometimes even though we aim for perfection, we realized that that won't happen. And I was telling the story about how once I was playing this U.S. Open and I was killing it, 6-2-3-1, in my head, it's not perfect, I'm not playing well, this is awful, lose the match. And after that, I had to learn to pat myself on the back sometimes, even though it wasn't perfect the way I wanted it, it was still really great. And that while I'm aiming for this super high bar, I've got to also acknowledge what I'm doing, even at that moment, if I have a higher bar. So, you know, those are lessons that I'm constantly teaching um, and, and sharing and um, also allowing yourself to be human. That's awesome. How do you manage to handle all of this? Uh, your different ventures all the time, you're playing, how do you stay organized and how do you stay motivated? Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> we need your yeah. secrets, Venus. No one knows, but I will say that life is an unbalanced sort of thing. And if you go out there thinking you're going to find balance, you're going to be sorely disappointed. So I always say, hey, in this unbalanced life, especially when you're pushing yourself, just try to get moments of balance for yourself. And for me, that's at night. Hopefully I'm by myself at night. I don't have you know, husband or kids, so that's easy to do. And then I can kind of recharge my battery just by like that alone time. And I know that I need that. And if that doesn't happen, and I'm like this summer I was traveling with my team and I didn't get enough. We were all like in the same house because of COVID. And I was like, oh gosh, this is not enough. <laughs> like <laughs> At 7.30 at night, don't come chat me up. That's my like, you know, recovery time so I can like go back to the next day or um, during COVID, uh, you know, it was crazy. So Saturday morning, I just wanted to go outside and listen to music. Here comes my roommates and neighbors coming to chat. And I'm like, don't come over here. <laughs> this is my time to like become sane again because it was the craziest week. And it's going to be like that. I'm starting Monday again. So I think everyone's got to find their moment of like balance. So that way they can handle the crazy. Got it. I got it. I was... I have a question here about what life has been for you with your businesses with the pandemic. How have you been impacted? What are some of the lessons that you've uh, taken out of this year? In the beginning, I was like, girl, I'm so happy in a way because I wasn't ready for that tournament. So, you know. <laughs> I found some silver lining. Like I was not, I'm, I was a little bit injured. I didn't know how I was going to play. So, but no, in, in real life, in the beginning, it was surreal. Like, is this happening? And then you wake up some mornings like, it's a pandemic. What do we do? And then, you know, kind of like these ups and downs until finally the, the moment of acceptance. And now we're like, yeah, pandemic, chewing bubblegum with our mask on. That, and it, it's not easy, but I really firmly believe that because of, my teammates and the people on my team, we've made it through and in interior design, it hasn't been an easy time, but because of our culture 
and the work we performed and who we are and us always keeping our word and doing things with a smile, some of our values that are so simple, we survived it. So I, I always say that having an amazing culture is extremely important and it gets you through the hard times. That is awesome. Who do you turn to for advice? It sounds like you're surrounded by a great team, but you know, talk to us about advice and counsel. Who do you turn to? Oh, there's a few people. So my older sister, Isha, I always ask her for advice. Um, definitely one of our teammates, all of, all of my teammates, but uh, early on and during COVID or before, you know, we were having some transitions and um, our, our vice president of marketing at 11. And I was like, I would ask her so many questions and she's so insightful and amazing. So that was incredible uh, that she was able to think on so many different planes and I really am the kind of person to actually don't like making the decision. I want my team members to do that because they know their jobs. And for me, my job is to set the vision and to dream and to help with the culture, not to tell you what to do. I don't want to do that. So I like to collaborate and I like to uh, listen and hear your thoughts. And then there's a like zero zero point one percent of the time where I'm like, nope, we got to do it this way, and that that hardly ever happens. So, definitely super collaborative. And honestly, if I was a micromanager, I don't think it would work because I have the other tennis jobs. So, I'm, I'm very happy that you know I probably need a little bit more micromanagement, but not micro, but like a little more, uh, maybe a little more detail. But we all got our weaknesses, I guess. But you you've got the vision, right? I do. I do. I've got so many things I want to do. And, then you know, you've got to be able to, you know, roll them out in a way that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> so so that, that sometimes I get told no. They're like, no, not yet. Like, You're right. <laughs> well, that leads me to this next business, Happy Biking. Tell us more about that. I'm super, super, super passionate about wellness and not just because I play a sport. You do have to be well, but because it's how I grew up. My mom all you know eat my mom was a vegetarian if we went to this the refrigerator it's going to sound like a dismal childhood but you could have an apple you could make a salad <laughs> like, those are your options that's why we're always running to the ice cream truck but it's another story uh, but you know so that I, I grew up watching my mom like take vitamins and all these different things you know you, you don't need all that medicine blah 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 be natural be natural be so i grew up that way and then ended up later on needing it because of my own, you know, chronic health issues. So I just love it. Like I live and breathe it. And so excited to help other people to be well too, because I know what it's like to not be able to control how you feel and to be able to give people options to feel their best. Because when you feel awful, you just you can hardly function. That's so, right. I don't wish so that that's what not. Happy Viking's all about, to give people healthy options. Yeah, to take happiness in, in your health and, so to speak, like this Viking warrior attitude toward your own health. That's awesome. I love it. Thank you. So um, let, let's talk about pivoting. So this is a year where you mentioned it already. The pandemic happened and after you got to the point of acceptance. How then do you do uh, pivot the businesses with your team? What, what steps did you go through? Well, on the V-Star side, I actually, we actually started the commercial and hospitality division in the 
the bubble from 2008. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> Boom, it burst. And then there we were. So our goal at that time was to be diverse because we were starting in this weird time and we realized, okay, goal number one, let's be diverse. So that really helped us and saved us that we had different sorts of work coming in. And we're going even more for diversity after this. We look, we said, this year is still crazy. So probably got to get even more diverse. We have really big dreams. And that diversity involves helping the community. So I'm so excited about that next year. And um, uh, at 11, we're, you know, I ended up just reaching out to the community a lot on Instagram Live. Every day, oh, wow. working out. I worked out so much in my life. It was wild. <laughs> I saw a couple of those. It was fun. Yeah, it was. And I did a lot of workouts, like, you know, with all these amazing fitness professionals that, like, were kicking my butt. I kept smiling. I was dying. <laughs> and that was fun, too. So it was a great way for me to stay connected to the community. And there's been a resurgence in people wanting to play tennis because, guess what? It's a safe sport for COVID. So that's been exciting. So the stars have really aligned for us because we are focused on wellness, and that's what people are focused on. So it gives us a platform to just really help people to be well. That's awesome. So what does the future look like for your business? I think you got into it a little bit in that last question, but tell us about the future for these three uh, enterprises. The future is, is extremely exciting because, and sometimes I remind myself, live in the moment because I'm so excited about the future that just enjoy it now. So I'm working on that. And I think this year taught me that, but I'm still not, doing well at it <laughs> but uh, for happy viking of course it's been so well received people have loved it and that's just like uh, made my heart so happy so we're currently out of stock but working on getting back into stock and awesome. yeah that's our future there and, and there's there's so many other ways that we can reach out and help people in, in the food category so that's exciting um for 11 of course we just I launched our capsule collection into fitness and wellness and we have lots of great things going on in wellness next year and at vstar like i said we're working on the community so we have some projects that we're working on there and so much fun i'm i, I love my teams i'm really happy and it's not always that way and sometimes you love the person but maybe they're not the ideal person to work with and sometimes you can maintain the friendship but sometimes you can't and that's always heartbreaking but of course you wish every single person well along the way and i i've got great teams and and great people around me and that's a blessing support for this podcast and the following message come from american express small businesses are what keep our community together which is why it's so important to help them succeed American Express has created a platform that all small business owners can use to keep their dream alive. Standforsmall.com. They brought together 100 plus companies to provide offers and resources to help small business owners get back to doing what they do best. Following a dream, serving a community, and employing America. Standforsmall.com slash podcast. Powered by American Express. So this year, uh, you participated in a couple of events with Amex and Dow with thousands of small business owners in attendance. Um, what were some of the memorable advice pieces that you shared with those small business owners as a small business owner yourself? Um, talk to us about some of the advice that you actually would listen to from yourself. Some of the advice, well, 
being a small business owner is exciting, but it's also a ton of responsibility. And one of the things that I tell people is to, you really got to compartmentalize your life. Once the work is over, you got to stop. Don't think about it. Maybe don't talk about it because it's, there's, there's very mo a lot of moments of stress, especially this year. So you just have to separate it and learn to separate it. And that helps you to um, not go crazy because you, we don't want to do that. Um, also, for myself during COVID, it was a 10-minute rule. You know, things happen. This happened unexpected. Wow, what do we do? I've got 10 minutes to be upset about it, and then that's it. So <laughs> I was talking to someone yesterday. They're like, I give myself 24 hours for my matches. I still give myself 24 hours to be upset if I don't win. But for business, it's 10 minutes. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's all I get. Short amount it's, of time there. It's got to be because I, I hate feeling bad. So I always recommend to people 10 minutes and just tell yourself it's going to be fine because in the end of the day, we always figure it out. So why be upset about it? Um, so that really helped me to get through COVID this year, definitely. Um, so those were some of the fun rules, I think. 10-minute rule. I think I'm going to have to implement that. Tell me how it goes. Tell us how you compartmentalize things. How do you put it aside and only... How do you do that? Just by deciding to. I, I mean, okay. I, you know, there, I, like I would say about five years ago, I was, I had a partner and it was kind of, it wasn't working out with him and it was just like in the middle of a production cycle and it was terrible. You couldn't imagine something like this happening. And I was all the way in India and I was like, well, if I don't sleep, I'm going to get sick and I have to play this here match. So that I started making rules for myself. No emails at night. That's done. You know, I'm just, I'm going to do what I can. The kind of Scarlett O'Hara theory. I'll think about it tomorrow. Okay. And I did, you know, put on a movie. I'm done. And then I, when I've done all I can do, that's all I can do. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to get her gray hair. Cause let's face it, we're all getting older. So with that being said, I, you know, you kind of hit rock bottom. <laughs> so I'm giving you this, anyone, this advice, you don't have to hit rock bottom. Like I did before you learn how to compartmentalize. That's awesome. Uh, Venus, I hope I can actually live by that one. <laughs> um, tell us what qualities, uh, you look for in your team members that embody leadership. What, do you, what are you looking for as you think about putting together that team? Humor. Humor is extremely important. I lead with humor. And that's just me. And so if you can't take a joke and you're not ready to laugh, you can't be on this, any of these teams. And <laughs> <laughs> um, next, of course, I think not taking yourself too seriously. That's important. No egos. Got to. You got to be humble. We're all here to work hard. We all take out the trash. We've got to have that mentality. Um, no one's gonna feed you grapes. You you gotta go to the store get those grapes yourself. So that's extremely important. Um, definitely the attitude of you know, I'll, you know having the confidence that I'll get it done. You know, not and not being able to stress too much about it because you you know you got it and that you'll find that way even though you might not know what way it is at that moment you'll get there. So, kind of that can-do attitude is extremely important to amongst a lot of characteristics. So, those I would probably say are the top three and, and people who really love what they're doing. If it's just a job, it's just that. Now you talked about what you look for in the team. Then what do you look for? Um, for yourself, from yourself as a leader, 
um, and where oh. are um, what do I look for from myself? Uh, that's a good question. Like I said, I spent a lot of time learning how to be a leader, especially in the last, not as much this year, but in the last couple of years before that until I felt like, oh, this clicks. So I learned a lot. For me, it's important to make sure that I'm leading the culture and fostering it in my, in my behaviors and making sure that it's a part of what we do every day. So that's an ongoing job and uh, something that's extremely important. Um, also, I, I would say that's number one. And also, of course, it's my responsibility to make sure that we're doing things right. So, you know, <laughs> that's, that's my responsibility to make sure that everybody's okay and that their livelihood is fine too. That's a big responsibility. So um, that means really knowing what's going on in the business and also leading the vision and, and taking responsibility for what's happening and saying, hey, I learned from this. I made a mistake. This is my fault. And I can't let that happen again. So responsibility yeah, is important. That makes a lot of sense. You are the owner, right? You're, you're the visionary. So that, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. And if I didn't see that coming, I should have had at least someone on the team that could. So how do I fix that next time? You know, That makes a lot of sense. So tell us, um, what made you get involved in pro sports ownership? And what have you learned from that experience being a part owner of the Miami Dolphins? We're doing well this year. Yes. We're paying our dues. It's been an incredible experience. I love, of course, sports, duh. But it's it's been very exciting. It's not something I ever dreamed of. And then there it was. So, wow. You know? And I, I just don't regret that and never look back. So it was just an amazing opportunity. And uh, Serena said something once that was extremely important to me or extremely insightful. She said, if you take your opportunities, more will come. So right. it, it was just a kind of a perfect example of that. That's great. And it is so, so much fun to be there and know that that's your team. Really, it's your team. Uh, someone's like, go Jaguars. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Station, what? Come on, dolphins. <laughs> Are there any new industries that you're looking to get involved in or any new things that you're you're exploring right now? No, my plate's full. I promised myself no more. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm on mission get a life too. So that's a full time business that I don't have time for. <laughs> so <laughs> I, mean, I won't ask about that. Because... <laughs> yeah, I just realized that work isn't actually a life, even though it's fun and great. So you have to, you know, you have to also pursue your own life. So that's important to me right now. And I've had so much amazing, wonderful dreams happen for me in work. And, and also just being, giving my, as much time as I can uh, philanthropy. That's important to me, too. So as I get older, I um, <laughs> our secret. As I um, gracefully go forward, um, <laughs> I'm just always looking for more ways to give back, and right. that's what that's what I look forward to the most. I think, and not as much about me, and just helping other people. What are some of those ways that you're giving back these days? I love teaching young people and beginners. 
don't know why I do. I never thought I'd like coaching. I've always been like, I don't want to be in the sun anymore. I've got to save what's left of my skin. But now I'm like, oh, I like coaching. So that's that's been fun. Um, education and opportunity is extremely important to me. So if you don't have the opportunity, I was fortunate to grow up in a home where I was just fostered and had the amazing opportunity, but lots of people don't have that from all walks of life around the world. So giving people an equal op opportunity and whatever that may be. And that I'm passionate about that too. That's great. Um, what are some of the um, your other sort of personal and professional goals that you're looking to accomplish in 2021? You know, we all are ready to get out of 2020, but what are you looking to, to accomplish and what are you looking forward to in 2021? I hope not to get COVID. Is that is that too simple? <laughs> got it. Well, Me too. Girl, I'm, I'm not sure you. how I haven't gotten it yet. I, I traveled for three months straight. Um, you know, I just I just don't know how. You know, so thank God. I mean, social distancing, wearing your mask, work along with a little luck. But that's a big goal. <laughs> yes. Of course, I have huge goals on the court. Um, there are a few handful of tournaments that I've like come this close to winning, but haven't done it, you know, so there, there's a few things that I want more than to be great on the court. So I'm, I have to say it's a big tennis year. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the fans coming back. I know those aren't yes. necessarily goals, but I think there's a lot of simple things we missed this year that, you know, aren't here anymore uh, from a business um Point of view, like I said, I'm looking forward to giving back more to the community. That's extremely important. And in our reviews, I realized that there's a lot more we can do. And it was a tough year. We were all stretched. It was crazy, but it's no excuse for that. So <laughs> that's like extremely apparent right now in terms of goals and helping people to be well in every single way I can. That's important. Well, we have a couple of questions that have come in, and it, um, some of them are repeated, so let me uh, just grab this one. What is the best business advice you've been given? Oh, the best business advice I've been given, um, I think, is be coachable. That's important. It's important to be coachable. It's important to take the criticism. It's hard. It's scary. When you know this person is about to say and you see their lips about to move and you're like, I don't know if I'm ready for this, you know, constructive criticism. And so it's important to be coachable. And we've kind of made not, not it's not a joke, but we've made we've like just taken it everywhere else. We're like, uh, this person's uncoachable. Oh, that person's and it became that person's undateable. And it's just like there's always <laughs> a able at the end, just you know, all these different just kept growing. So in any case gotta be coachable gotta be coachable that's awesome um of your three businesses and even some of your other ventures which of your businesses did you find was the most difficult to break into oh my gosh all of them <laughs> you started at the bottom and that's it i think it helped me appreciate what i do more because I started at the bottom, but when I was four years old. So <laughs> I had a lot right. of time to like, you know, sprout as a, as a child and as a young person. But as a full on adult, you're starting at the bottom and that's not easy. And I don't, I don't have anything to complain about because I'm, you know, I have an opportunity 
you know, that most other people may not have. But also at the same time, people will look at me and say, you're just a tennis player. So at the same time, there's also barriers. So everyone has their things that they're working through, but we can't ever let those stop us. Exactly. Um, where do you get your inspiration, Venus? For what you do on the court, for what you do in business, where does the inspiration come from? Um, from having experienced loss. <laughs> that inspires me. Hate losing. Mad, mad, mad as a dog, you know. <laughs> Uh, so I think that inspires me every single time because the euphoria from winning is unparalleled, but even more unparalleled is the inner anguish from the loss. So that loss drives you so hard to hopefully never feel those feels and you want to feel the other feels of the good feels, you know? So, so in business, have you experienced loss and that's kind of propelled you forward? Oh yeah. Everybody loses in business. Everyone. And I think the thing I've learned so much from that, and everyone hopefully learned, is that you just try to test your ideas first because you, you know, no. And then, you know, at least if you've lost, you've lost quickly and hopefully not too expensively. That's right. So um, another question that's come in here, and this might be close to the end of our time together, and I have to tell you, I've enjoyed no, it so much. No. <laughs> but... Um, can you uh, tell us a big lesson that you've had within the, uh, this last year? And um, then I have, uh, there's a second part to that. The biggest lesson is, I think, just being authentically me and who I am with my friends and family, just bringing that more and more to the workplace. And, um, also just being able to um, say no quickly. <laughs> yeah, not like, oh, let's see if it works. Oh, this person's nice, I don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> so get to the point. Let's say get to no the quickly. point, you know, so I think that the, that's really important and just uh, let all of yourself out unless it's a bad side of you, don't let that out. But other than that, just continue to be authentically me and I've, I'm learning how to do that still. That's great. In the workplace. And can you tell us what you're most hopeful for? What am I most hopeful for next year is is health for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's so scary and seeing people and hearing people around you who are hurting, um, ill, sick, friends, you know, who you know are dying. This is scary and random. So I think that's probably all of our biggest hopes. I'm, I'm, I'm mentally preparing myself for anything that might happen. You got to be ready, but I'm... Including that, right, Venus? We're back. Didn't save it, but we're back. So yeah, hoping for health. And that's... That's great. I can't tell you how many Listen, times I drop my phone every day. <laughs> <laughs> Any other words of advice or counsel to all these entrepreneurs that have tuned in to hear you in our office hours? I always say that there's always room as long as you have something to say, but if you don't, then there's no room. So just be sure you have something to say and some 
point of difference and an amazing product or service and go fly and just make sure you get some advice along the way too so you don't have to make too many mistakes because that's not fun. That's great. Well, listen, I've heard so much. A 10-minute rule to be coachable, to push past 10 to 11, to have moments of balance, to t and you want help for everyone. I think we've learned a ton from you today. And I just want to say thank you uh, for your time. This has really been a treat for me. It's been a treat for our audience to hear about your business journey. We really appreciate the time and the incredible insights. Um, for our audience, we appreciate you tuning in today. This is our final office hours for 2020. But we will be back next year with more amazing business owners like Venus uh, to keep up with office hours and continue to receive business insight. Please visit us at AmericanExpress.com slash business class. Again, thank you so much, Venus, and happy holidays. Thank you so much. Oh, there's my sister, Isha. Hi, Isha. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. And thank you, everyone. I'm seeing so many, like, great things and it's like oh someone says make it the 11 minute rule but thank you for all the comments guys lots of love be well take care of yourself bye thank you venus Thanks. we appreciate you Thanks. bye bye thanks for listening to office hours part of business class from american express you can find a schedule of upcoming live episodes and learn more about business class from american express by visiting amex.co slash office hours that's amex.co slash office hours Looking for new ways to keep up with the latest business trends and insights? Business Class from American Express is a new educational resource to help today's business leaders adapt to the current economic environment. To view compelling stories, timely tips, and inspiring insights from industry experts, leaders, and street-savvy entrepreneurs, visit amex.co slash businessclass.